Julie. Now reporting live, uh, CNN has called it American Samoa. 49.9% for Bloomberg. 29.3% for Tulsi Gabbard. 100% of Precinct's reporting. Just lock it down. Just lock it down. The nomination has been clinched. The next two presidencies have been clinched. We've got to look towards 2028 at this point with American support reporting in. So I'm very concerned. I obviously didn't vote because I'm Canadian, so I'm not allowed to. Oh, my God. (laughs) But for everyone who did, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry that it didn't matter. Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) we're not here to talk about Super Tuesday. We have an emergency pod. It is. I texted Brett today at 3.07 p.m. Eastern Time. And I said, OMG, emergency pod. And you guys, this really is a freaking emergency. We got Only it together. in New York. We got it together. What? So that we got it together. So it's 8.50. It's it's 7.57 Eastern time. We got it together. In eight, less than eight hours, we got a pod together for you. I I was on truly such a high. So like every day I leave my office. Yes, I have a job. And I leave my office That's why around- we don't podcast more. <laughs> around 3 p.m. to go for a little afternoon walk because I think it's good to get up and move, get some fresh air. Regardless of the weather, I try to leave the office just to like revitalize myself. That two two to three o'clock hour is definite. You definitely need a walk in that hour. You need something. You need to change positions, like leave your screen behind. Especially if you're trying to complete those loops on your Apple Watch. Yes, which I don't have, but I support. Same. So I was, I went downstairs, normal day, and I see this short, handsome man hurrying towards the elevator. And I think to myself, because, you know, when you see someone you recognize, but you're not entirely sure how you know them, you go through in your mind, like, okay, did I go to college with them? Did I take an improv class with them? Like, how do I know them? And then I was like, no, he's too good looking for improv class. Like, how do I know this guy? That's a low blow. For me, I know. Uh, well, we, you and I didn't take improv class together. We did. That's how we met. We didn't take a class together. No. We just met through friends of improv. All right. We never we took a class it. together. We did. We can save it for another pod. Let's get to the. We emergency. did not. What class? What class? No, we didn't. It was Drysdale's class. It wasn't an official class. It was a Drysdale class. All right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't count those in my mind. They don't count. Because I mean, they good. were much better. Yes. Yeah, exactly. They were so much better, so they don't count. But um, so he's short, he's hurrying, he's gorgeous. And I'm like, I'm on my way out. I'm also hurrying because, you know, I only have like a little bit of time for this walk. But I have to shoot my shot. So I reach out as if to touch him, but keeping a respectful distance. And I go, Tommy? Oh my God, you guys. Ah! It is, in fact, Tommy from BB21 wearing a backpack in my office building's lobby. Congratulations. This is great stuff. So we have a lot to talk about. Danny met Tommy Bracco. Um, do you want to go through stuff or you want me to just start asking questions? We need to, this is the most, this is the emergency pod. This is why we did this. So go into questions. 
Um, so I'm just going to go, I'm just going to back it up to things that are, are important to me. I sent you a screenshot the other day. Nicole yes. Anthony, Strong Island Nicole. Yes. Is dating um, uh, Instagram official with Tommy's brother. Did you ask about this? So that's the thing, you guys. I had so much that I could have said to Tommy. But you have to understand, I'm in my place of work. I'm professional Danny. I'm not podcast Danny. So like, I, Didn't think for there was all a I know, he could have been going up to my office. So I, of course he wasn't. But like, I just, I, I had to play it cool. I'm a New Yorker, you guys. I couldn't be like my, I, I couldn't be a fangirl about it. The fact that I even said anything was a big step for me. Usually I would have just let it go. But I was like, in the back of my mind, I was like, oh my God, I have to say something so that I can tell Brett and we get an emergency pot about it. So what did you say to him? You said, are you Tommy? So I went, oh my gosh, Tommy. And he was like, yeah. And I think like, I really, in that moment, I felt very empathetic towards yeah. these BB contestants because I could tell his face registered like, this is either going to be a fucking weirdo or this could be good. But like, He loves it. I'm, of all people, he loves it. Well, so that's the thing. I was he, but he looked, he, I don't know. He wasn't giving me like, I'm ready for this interaction. So I didn't want to be too over the top. Okay. So I was just like, oh my gosh, I loved your season. I love big brother. And then he was like at ease. Then he was like, oh my, oh, thank you so much. And he offered to give me a hug. Oh, in this <laughs> time, so in this time so where they're recommending nobody I hugs know. anymore. Tommy hugs no strangers. Tommy is not worried about coronavirus, honey. He is lapping it up. <laughs> so he gives me a hug. He gives me a hug. So sweet. And I'm just like, I, I'm, and I was like, cause I'm in New York mode, you guys, you have to understand. So I said like, I'm so sorry. You must get this all the time. I really don't mean to annoy you, but I genuinely am a big fan of big brother. And at that moment, I was like, now is the time to mention I have a fucking podcast yeah. about it. Get him on the pod. But I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, you guys. I'm a coward. I couldn't. Because I was just, I'm pretty sure I was always pretty positive towards him. But I was like, what if I wasn't? And then he goes and listens and is like, that fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, he, and he was Do you so think he would sweet. go back to listen to episodes of our podcast? Well, a cliff hog. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, Maybe. Cliff Hogg, listener of the podcast. Listen, I, don't I, know. I will say I haven't. Here's the thing. You said like, oh, he you said something like he's he's really wonderful and a beautiful soul. He I, is. I completely see that. I was yes. very critical of Tommy last year on the show. But I hope if you go back, I hope I clarified. I probably did because it's my personality. I probably <laughs> clarified that he's probably a really good person and i probably would be friends with him in real life i found him a bit uh, obnoxious to watch on television i thought he was pretty right. one note um i thought he, he had a sort of sympathetic story or arc through the season specifically especially how it ended with him um, yes but you know he, i'm sure he's a great guy you would be shocked because he was so obviously, yes, he offered me a hug and that was so sweet and like so tommy yeah but other than that he was very just like restrained and like sweet 
you know, because I, I was like, oh, you must get this all the time. He was like, no, not 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 all the time. I was like, oh, are, are you used to it? Are you over it? He was like, no, I'll never get over it. Like, thank you so much. And that's why I'm saying he had a beautiful soul. He oh, was yeah. just like, he was clearly on his way. I don't know. Maybe there's a casting office in my building or something. Newsies too. Yeah, maybe there's rehearsal space. I have no idea. But he was clearly on his way somewhere. And he was, you know, like waiting for the elevator. And that's why I didn't want to take up too much of his time. But he was like giving me his energy. And he was like, no, thank you. So generous. Thank you. Like, I'm so glad. It means so much for me to, to, to me that you would say something. And I was like, oh my gosh, of course. But you know, like I'm in New York mode. I'm like, I'm not going to bother you anymore. Enjoy the rest of your day. Goodbye. Like I I felt I had to end it. Of course. Of course. I think he would have stayed and chatted with me for half an hour if I wanted to. But I was like, I need to go for my walk. (laughs) What if there's some rehearsal studios in your spot and and he gets, um, you know, he's, he's a chorus boy and, you know, the next weird screen to stage adaptation. Well, I do think, I do recall myself saying during the season, I was like, I bet Tommy and I would be friends in real life. And now that I've met him, you would. I'm like, oh my gosh, we would have so much fun being buddies. So you didn't ask him about the, or tell him about the podcast. I did not. You did not ask him about Nicole. And his, I did not. His new sister-in-law, Nicole. Anthony. I have to tell you, it flashed through my oh, mind. Sure. Oh, did it? I was like, there's so, yeah. What I was like, Brent's oh my questions. gosh. I was going to say, I was going to say, oh yeah, I have a podcast about Big Brother. That's how big a fan I am. And my podcast partner is sad that Nicole is dating her brother. But come on, you guys, give me credit for having a filter. Oh yeah. I'm not a freak. I had to I had to be just like a normal person. Did you ask him any BB questions like, oh, how was it? Was was Jackson stinky to be around? You <laughs> no, I really game just, related questions. You know, I kept it true to myself, which is I kept it very positive. Sure. <laughs> I kept it positive and brief. There's nothing worse than like standing around with someone being like like asking more and more questions. It's like that Chris Farley sketch from SNL where it's like, when you wrote that song, like, how was that? Was it cool? <laughs> <laughs> and when you did that, that was cool. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go down that route. I'm gonna keep it short, leave on a high note, a la George Costanza. And I feel like that's what I did. It was a very successful celebrity sighting. All right, great. Um, did he, can you describe his look? He looked amazing. So yeah. that's the thing. I was like, is he just like this really good looking guy that I went to NYU with? Because, you know, I went to NYU musical theater. So he would have been, he would have fit right in. Oh, yeah. But he was short. So I was like, who do I know that's like this height? Yeah, he is short. He's a little newsy. (laughs) And he just, he had a backpack on, which was so New York of him. And I just, no hat. No hat. Thick, I, I luscious oh, head wow. of hair. I assume luscious. like one of those like just like very folded, worn in hats. No, and a be- just a beautiful demeanor. Where when I was like, because I told him I was like, I have so much fun watching my brother. Like, and I told him you were a joy to watch this summer because he was, and he really he did that thing where he was like, he felt the compliment. He sure. was like, wow, thank you. He's a connected. He's he's connected to his emotions. 
I mean, having had just that short interaction with him, I'm shocked he didn't win Big Brother because he made me feel great. He got very so far. I can, only, I can only imagine how he made those people in the house feel. And yet fucking Jackson won. What the hell? He got very far. So are we done with this? I feel like we've talked about it for a while. And you don't have... Well, this, asked, is the catalyst. This, is, this is the catalyst for this episode. But we have a lot of other things to talk about. That's true. But just like the reason I just tweeted emergency pod, that's... It's for that reason. Oh, listen, how often does everyone run into a BB... Star a BB from the most recent episode. I exactly. So, so yes, I'm done now. We have. Do we have any other? I think we have other business. We do. Um, for sure. All right. So I will say that we are going to. I don't know if we're going to. Dis- are we going to dive into it today or, or save it for later in the week? But what do you think? I think we should just dive in. Oh, we have an announcement. Danielle yes. and I are going to cover the remainder of Survivor Season 40, colon, Winners at War. Winners at War. How exciting is this for you, the audience? So um, we're, we're watching this show now. We're a couple episodes behind. We're all caught up. So yes. I guess we'll talk about the first few episodes now. Probably not that in depth. I wasn't taking notes or anything. But we'll do that, and I think on Fridays for the rest of the season, we'll we'll have some pod for you. Yeah, we'll try to talk, like, because obviously I'm not going to run into Tommy every week. So the the weight, the anchor of these episodes will be Survivor. But obviously, we will take questions and comments from you guys and talk about other pop culture stuff as it comes up. But Survivor is what we're going with. What if on Monday? They're like, uh, hey, Danielle, uh, can we pull you in here? There's been a bit of a shuffle in management. Um, your new boss is Thomas. And Tommy walks in and he's just very – he's mean. He's very business. And he's and he's your, he's your new boss. And you just have to see I him every day. I can only hope. I can only hope because I think I made a great first impression. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd love me. And you're, I think you'd, you'd be like, like Tommy. And he's like, no, day. it's Thomas. That's fine. I I prefer Thomas, quite frankly, as a name. Okay, so moving on to Survivor. So you and I have watched three episodes of Survivor. Let's just back it up. What's your experience with Survivor? So obviously I watched, I'm going to say I watched the first 10 seasons of Survivor. Oh, so you watched a lot more than I have. Yeah, I was into it. You know who Ethan is. I loved Ethan. I had a crush on Ethan. Oh my gosh. He's so cute. He's so cute. Oh, yeah. He aged very well. And you know who hasn't aged, period? Who? Jeff Probst. Oh, Jeff Probst. I mean, Get you, me? you don't age when you're a filthy millionaire. Get me Jeff Probst's doctor's number on the horn. Because that work is chef's kiss he looks preserved beautifully preserved i tell you what when you spend two months out of the year just standing on a like a a philippine beach shouting at people it's good for your body it's good for your soul you get great weather you get a little vitamin d something i wanted to bring up a question i have for you Sorry that Lenny's barking. My dog is barking a little bit. My question for you is, do you think Jeff Probst's job is difficult or easy? Extremely easy. Do you? Because I'm just like, 
he only has one shot to get all of that copy correct. And I know it's a lot of just like watching things happen, happen and screaming it out. But like during those competitions, there's a lot of moving parts and he's always like right on the money with what he's yelling. I'm not, I'm not saying that everyone could do it, but I am saying it's pretty easy. Once you've had the practice. He gets on a first class flight to a remote island and he lives in like a probably a pretty nice ass place. And every other day or like. Yeah, every other day he goes down to a beach and he's like, Steven, he's putting the puzzle together. Oh, Bob is putting the puzzle together. Oh, okay. Uh, Lisa's coming in. She's putting the puzzle together. Oh, she dropped a piece. Maybe I'm too easily impressed, but I find it very impressive that he knows all these people's names. That's the toughest thing for me because I don't know anybody's (laughs) name. I don't either. That's why I'm saying, is this actually a very hard job? He like, He's like, Nicole, dragging behind. Chauncey, leading the pack. <laughs> like, Team Chauncey. <laughs> whoever, whoever. But like, he does such a good job of that where where it's like, if you don't get that right in that action, you just screwed production. Or you're going to have to do like weird reshoots, you know? He, so that's why I asked. That or like after the competition is done and they send all the people away, they just have him like say different alt, like alts or whatever. But, like, the wide shot shows him saying it, like, because I was looking for those cheats, and the wide shot has him actually saying that stuff while it's happening. It's an impressive production. I will say that. I have not seen Survivor. I've probably seen maybe four or five seasons of Survivor. I was out shortly after Ethan was out. (laughs) Um, So I I haven't really watched it. I'm, I'm pretty much like old... Ethan, I'm like, oh, what's a what's an immunity? What what is that? (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. Oh, I didn't. I mean, I I've watched episodes recently here and there. Like, I definitely watched a couple episodes of like Millennial versus Gen X. Sure, (laughs) but but there's a lot of newfangled things that I wasn't as familiar with. So yeah, I'm in that boat with you. I I've been really enjoying it though. I'm I'm definitely a bit. People ask, I'm sure you too, like, why the hell do you watch Big Brother? It is truly, truly like bad television. No. Well, first of all, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's, I have a hard time watching any sort of reality stuff where you can't really see the reality. And like Big Brother, you can really see the strings if you want, right? Like, that's why everyone here, that's why everyone's listening to this podcast, right? Is because... They can go on CBS All Access, they can go on YouTube, they can go on Twitter, and they can watch if a fight happens on the show. You can go watch the 25-minute compil- compilation of it. Thank you. Thank you, Real Vegas for sure, or whatever your that account is called. <laughs> BB Tombs. So, like, it's hard with Survivor because I think it just goes really, really fast. Yeah. Like... In 45 minutes, the episode's over, and let's just – can we dive into spoilers a bit? Yes. Ethan gets voted out out of nowhere. The entire episode's like, right. it's going to be – the guy's name, Adam? Yes. It's going to be Adam or Parv. Adam or Parv. One, it's, it's a battle between these two factions, and they don't really kind of show that – that eventually there's sort of a third there's some a bunch of people obviously decided let's vote out Ethan as a shot against 
Parv and, right. and Rob. And that kind of came out of nowhere. And if you were watching Big Brother, you'd be like, what the, like, something, a blindside like that would never happen on Big Brother. Like a blindside for the audience. Whereas right. maybe it's my, I'm not as familiar with Survivor. Do these blindsides happen a lot? And so like these audience blindsides happen a lot. I feel like they kind of do because they have the the liberty of being able to completely Edit. show one, prevent one side of a, a conversation or a development from ever reaching the air. Right. Yeah. I think it happens more regularly. Here's the thing. So obviously it's, I have to compare survivor with big brother because big brother is like the greatest show, my favorite show. And survivor is just something I'm like giving my attention to because we decided to do it. And what else am I doing with my life? Truly. So I will say, I think the competitions on Survivor are much more fun and interesting. They are so they have so many dimensions, so many layers to them. The competitions just look like a blast, whereas the ones on Big Brother are like confined to the yard. So. And it's the same. It's the same recycled <laughs> bullshit yeah. too. Yeah. It's like okay, well, we had this one from last year. Uh, let's make it space themed. All right, <laughs> yeah, we have exactly. this one. It was it's space themed. themed. Yeah, it's space. <laughs> it's space themed last year, so this one is now island themed. Like yes. it's, this it's time, just, it's under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 just true recycled crap. Yeah, but as you were mentioning, there's just nothing like watching a fight unfold in real time. Oh yeah, and Survivor doesn't offer that at all. Like Survivor, the I I found it hard because, like, I don't understand how you can get any insight into strategy because there's just so much editing. And, like, the way they all talked to each other, I was like, this would never happen on Big Brother. Like, they're so open with how they talk strategy to each other. Yeah. It's and it's, weird. And it's weird this season, too. Obviously, I haven't watched Survivor in, like, 15 years or whatever. But it's hard, too, with, like, all these winners who, you know, ostensibly really know what's going on. I mean, there was even that moment in the most recent episode where the whatever team loses and they get back to their beach and they all just stare at each other because no one wants to get up and be the first person who starts, who goes to the goes to the well and is like, hey, who are you going to vote for? You know, like, no yeah. one even wants to do that. So it, it's... Uh, it's hard maybe as someone who hasn't maybe you can yell at me audience or whatever but like i i'm not used to the ebbs and flows of survivor so it's, i don't know if it's i don't know if if people aren't strategizing because they're so good at it that strategizing is like yeah maybe like they have a shorthand of each yeah, other. i don't know yeah yeah i don't know either also this bugged me all three episodes Mm-hmm. I thought her, I've only read her name because I didn't ever watch a season with her. Parv, but parv. I, yes. I, every time someone says her name, it sounds like they're making it up as they go along. They're like, I got to talk to Parvati. And I thought her Parvati, right? It's I'm I'm going to Google this in a sec. I she's actually one of the the people who I was familiar with though I'd never seen her or anything. She's she was right. someone obviously she has a very interesting name, a unique name. So 
I, you know, just I knew she was an icon. Exactly. Definitely. I definitely heard her name as like one of the stars of Survivor, though. I'd never watched a season with her or anything. I believe her name is P-A-V-A. I don't know. Uh, I thought it was P-A-R-V-A-T-I. So I thought it was Parvati. Oh, gosh. I thought it was Parvati. And everyone keeps saying Parvati. (laughs) <laughs> like like poverty that's Parvati, what her name p-a-r-v-a-t-i her last name yeah. is shallow that's crazy is is she like my least favorite like lady that? gaga song whoa whoa <laughs> oh, sidebar <laughs> that's the only one i know you don't you haven't listened to stupid love yet seeing so you know, is that the new the pop one culture pop. yeah it's so good no 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 Occupation, television personality, boxer, charity organizer, internet talk show host. Stop coming from our, for, for our <laughs> Exactly. Leave some for us, Parvati. So, so she, Rob, and Ethan had this like old timers alliance. She's 37, by the way. Old hag. Old. Yep. <laughs> She looks amazing. I thought she was, when I was telling her the old timers, I thought she was legit 30, like younger than me. I tell you what, I was like, oh man, disappointed that she's married with kids. Well, so is she married to, who's married to Boston Rob? Amber's married to Boston Rob. Amber. I remember Rob and Amber a bit, obviously, as well. Those are kind of the only people I remember. Amber is on the edge of extinction. She lost. How sad is that? That was pretty, that was sad. Like, <laughs> But like, LOL. Yeah. <laughs> and they had to find a way. They were like, we're not letting you people leave yet. It's just like, it's just like Big Brother. They're like, we paid you a significant amount more than we usually pay these idiots. You're staying on the island. And we're so, going to make you search for these little necklaces or whatever. I've, uh, again, you and I have not watched a recent season of Big Brother or Survivor. I know Edge of Extinction was a subtitle of a somewhat recent season. So right. that sounds like maybe a new twist that they've added in that like there's the edge, there's like a third location that the losers go to to come back in. Yeah. That could be something that they do in Big Brother. Basically make the, I mean, they kind of did it this year, but crappily with the camp comeback where they were kind of <laughs> oh my just, gosh. They're like, well, we don't have an extra house full of cameras. So you the can just sleep in this sad. crap room. Yeah, the less said about that, the better. Can't come back. Um, God, I had I could have asked Tommy so many questions. I really it passed through my mind. Should I ask him to be on the pod? That was the first one. You <sighs> should get. You need to get cart. You need to get cards. You know what you should do. You shouldn't even throw out the pod. You should just be like, "Hey, I'm an influencer." <laughs> whatever follow me on instagram or whatever and then you could follow you you could dm each other you could be like i didn't even bring this up but i'm actually really big big brother fan i have a podcast come on the put on the pod you know yeah next time i can't believe it i really blew it you did (laughs) anyway so back to back to survivor so here's a question and again I know we're, we keep saying this, but we haven't watched for many seasons. And yet I think one obvious truth, a universal truth, if you will, is like if someone, whether it's Big Brother, if someone like Dr. Will is playing, Survivor, if someone like Boston Rob is playing, Vote get them the fuck out. out. That is the craziest thing to me. 
I mean, it's the craziest thing to us when it happens on Big Brother too that these people just stay in all the way, and then Nicole wins. Uh, you know, BB eighteen. Paul gets second place in BB nineteen. What? Like everyone's like, we need to send a message to Rob. How about vote his ass out? We need That's to vote Ethan out. We need to vote poverty out to make Rob upset. Like to let him know that. It, like, how about you vote him out? He sits around and does nothing. He's like an old fat gorilla. <laughs> He's the godfather. Well, the godfather of Survivor. Of what? Like I, I understand he's a legend. He's I, he's been on the show so long that I remember him. But like, yes. why? Like you're all winners at war. You're all hashtag winners at war. Exactly. That happens just, one time per episode where someone's like, "This isn't a regular season of Survivor. This is winners at war." Yeah, this is heroes versus villains. This is this is Gen Z versus millennials. This is so and so. Like it's never a regular season of Survivor. Hasn't but you should just in go while. in. You need to go in being like, who's the biggest threat? The person who's been on seven seasons already. Yeah, and who's like job yeah, get them out. to just be on the to just like <laughs> leave his family behind every other year. And like the millennial, the winner of millennial, Adam. Yeah. I was Rough like, start. maybe he gets it. But he didn't get it. Rough start for for young Adam. Yeah. He, you, so. What's up? So good. Ethan got the most recent episode. Ethan gets voted out, which I don't really understand because he kind of like was like completely surprised to be there. Like he seemed like the honestly the kind of dope that you would keep around for most of the show. Yeah, bit of a Cliff Hog. <laughs> Sorry, Cliff. I know you're listening. <laughs> we know you're listening, hoping you're like Cliff. All got a a Google ca- a Google alert. Like, hey, Julie's got a fresh episode. Maybe they're talking about old Cliff Hog again. Oh yeah, well, Cliff <laughs> Hog. He's an he's an engineer. He knows everything. So he actually set a a transcription, <laughs> like an automated transcription service, to transcribe it and send him alerts that he was being mentioned. He's been mentioned a few times now. Yeah, probably. He's so smart. Um, so who's going to win Survivor? Um, I have no idea right now. <laughs> you have no idea? Who's going to get back onto the island? Natalie? Natalie, yeah. she Doesn't she have enough tokens she won, already? right? Yeah, that's what I'm confused about because I think they want to keep them going. Also, here's a question for you. I know neither of us have watched that much. Sandra, obviously I love her immediately. The queen, right? I love her immediately. I don't know why, because I haven't seen any of the seasons she's on. But I loved the fact that she was just like, I know how to catch a fish, and I'm sitting out of this challenge. (laughs) 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 It was like so selectively lazy. I loved it. So same thing with her. her. Like, uh, I know her team is kind of, I think, I think they keep winning, right? She's on the red team. Yes. Yes. Like, I know they have, I think they've only been to tribal council one out of the three times. Uh, Vote her out. She keeps going around just like bought like she yeah. obviously is really despite being a bit uh <laughs> a bit aggro, she's obviously <laughs> really good at the social game in a sort of very blunt sort of way where she just says what her. she's saying. Oh, she's great television. I don't know if great. I'd be friends with her, but she's great. I'm watching my I can't decide. I win. <laughs> yeah, I can't decide. And she's like same twice. She's one, so she's the one who's won twice. She's the one who's won twice. Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't remember if it was her or Parvati. No, Parvati's been on, I'm I'm looking at her 
looking at Parv's uh, wiki resume. Right now. She's been on yeah. four seasons. She's won. Okay. She won her second season. Okay, cool. There's such a there's <laughs> such a industrial complex about like being on the show and then coming back on the show and winning. Oh I yeah, guess she got your... second or third place in her third season. Well, good for her. So the real the I thought Parvati was like the queen, the icon, the like all of that. But no, it's Sandra is actually that. So that's who they they should be voting her ass out. Not only is she won several times, but she sits out of competitions and just hangs out. I respect it, but come on. I feel like in this show, every ten minutes they introduce like a new cast member. But I'm yes. pretty sure it's been the same like 18 people the entire time. Well, it's difficult also because like much like Big Brother, Survivor has their like stereotypes, their cliches. Like they have their um, whistle nut. <laughs> yeah, there's like two ben. of them though. There's Ben the whistle nut and then there's Tyson the whistle nut. Yeah, there's two whistle nuts. <laughs> well, one wears a hat. So that's the true whistle nut. And the other one has long hair, which can, yes. you know. Which is fine, but they're both the same guy. They're both like... Hey, well, they're both I'm... considered like wild cards. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, all these people are wild cards. I can't really understand the alliance system. I don't understand the true loyalty of the game, whether there is or isn't any. Like, this is just foreign waters that I'm in. And I'm just swimming as fast as I can trying to keep up. You're trying to get out of that age of ex- that age of extinction. <laughs> Was it? Yeah, edge I'm, of extinction? I'm 31. I'm on the edge, honey. No, wait. not as old as Parv. No, I'm not. Thank God. But so wait, speaking of, we need to jump. We need to jump back into our private lives for a second. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because. I know that you were messaging me saying that the auditions for Big Brother were happening. They are happening this Saturday at Jalapeno Pete's, a location, <laughs> a business establishment in Los Angeles. I've never heard of it. I've lived in Los Angeles for over 20 years. Jalapeno Pete's. They don't have a Jalapeno Pete's in Times Square? I mean, perhaps they do. I, I'm not sure. I'm undecided. You are going to go. I'm undecided. What's your concern? What's your concern? I hate going. I hate being in public. <laughs> I, I get mm. legitimately, truly, truly, truly stressed out in li- like unorganized lines full of people where I don't know what's happening next. Right? Like that's uh, truly yeah. a source of drama for me. Unhappiness. Stressful. Of stress, stomach acid. So I'm going to show up there. Yeah. I'm 32 years old. (laughs) Not the fittest I've been in my life. (laughs) We'll say that. There's going to (laughs) be fucking 300 Jackson Mickeys and Holly, whatever, Holly 24 from Wyoming's. There, they're gonna have headshots. I don't have headshots, which I think is I think is a plus for me. In LA, what? Aren't you? Isn't that just life in LA? No, because I don't audition for a thing. I have a I have a normal fucking job. Okay, okay. I go. I I am. I'm entertainment adjacent. I'm comfortable. I thought it was like when you leave your house and you go to Trader Joe's and you're waiting line at Trader Joe's. That's the line. It's all hot models and actors. No, everyone's no. LA is full of plenty of ugly people. <laughs> I'm the king of them. 
Oh God, please. All right. So I don't so, know. I'm going to go there in line. There's going to be like to quote last five years, you know, 200 girls mm -hmm. younger and thinner than me who have already been yeah. to the gym. Like, yes. yes. Listen, in a way, is this beneficial to me? Cause I'm not yes. going to be, I'm not going to be one of the like Jackson, like just these hot 23 year old guys. <laughs> I'll be a character. I'll wear a little like hat with a little spinny thing on the top, like Fozzie bear. I was literally gonna ask. I was gonna ask. Will you wear a hat? Because that no. will further distinguish you as a character. I have great hair. So yeah, you do. great hair, great facial hair, great chest hair. I'm really nervous about the. Here's what I, I've literally had this thought. I okay. auditioned for Big Brother. I somehow make it to the next round, like out yeah. of the first round. I make it to the round where they're like, "All right, take off your shirt." Because you know that's part of it. You know that's it. You know that one of the stages of the casting is put on a bathing suit. Yes. And I and then they'd be like, okay, okay, interesting. Well, uh, we don't have any more questions. And we'll, we'll let you know. Yeah. And then I would cease to receive any communication <laughs> until like maybe a week before the cast is announced and they'll be like a, a form email. Like, thank you so much. We had a lot of great contestants this year. <laughs> We've decided to go in another direction. That's not true. This is, is I literally have this thought. Many okay, times. you have a thought, but you have to consider, and I'm not saying, I am not saying, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you would fulfill this role, but you have to consider that, yes, I, I'm sure they do have the bikini day where everyone has to show off their bodies. Cliff Hogg! Cliff Hogg is 55 <laughs> years old. Do you know what he would happen? I've even thought about this further. Say I I do the swimsuit audition and I get past and I get onto the show. You know yes. what happens? Like that first week, they they do the day where they have the feeds all day because they have a professional photographer come in and shoot them and do all the things. Yeah. There's one guy wearing a tank top in all the shots. <laughs> That's gonna be me. So what's wrong with that? What is wrong with that? Nothing. I'm, listen, I don't want to be like Brad Pitt on the roof with smoking a stogie, mm, thinking about mm. you know the time he kicked Bruce Lee's ass. I don't. I don't want to <laughs> be. I don't need to be that. Hot. I don't need to be the hot guy. But I'm like slightly <laughs> embarrassed about it, and I'm self conscious about the fact that, like, in the end, I, 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 I don't think. I don't think I'm hot enough to be on Big Brother, and I don't think I'm weird enough, to look, weird looking enough to be on Big Brother. Yeah, that's, Johnny you're Mac. Not a, you're not a true character. Johnny Mac was like character, also yes. like spindly looking guy. So they don't. So they can show him with his actually, shirt off. I think you would fill the Johnny Mac role. I think Brett. I'm not just saying this. I think you're very good looking, and I think and I I'm think you have a great smile. Uh, you have you. a great smile and your personality is fabulous. So like that's sort of like Johnny Mac. I think like that's, that's my best sort of scenario is like, you're not hiring me for my looks. You're hiring me because I'm a little bit weird. 
I can definitely give I can give you some better lines in the DR than your producers can come up with. So don't right. even worry about that. Took yeah. some improv classes back in the day. Yes. <laughs> Found Becky a podcast. Drives too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I you know, I, I'm just I'm really nervous slash pre-embarrassed to show up to someplace called again. Jalapeno piece, <laughs> the Hebrew on there, <laughs> and I show up there and like wait in line, and then like some like casting people are like, "All right, turn around." Or like, what's your favorite? Like, what do you say to all the haters out there or whatever? I'm like, I don't even know. Like, you ask me stupid questions, and I'm in a fucking line with all these people trying to one up each other and shit. Like, I just, I don't know what my Tell me what my yes. move should be. Like, I think we found the right niche in terms of who maybe to emulate, but I, right. I can't even go in there with that wacky ass Johnny Mac energy. That guy's like, God bless him, off his rocker. Yes. He is off his rocker. No, you don't have off your rocker energy. You would have to go in with like this smart ass energy that you have. Sure. You have to go in with the energy where you're calling people out the way you call me out on this podcast <laughs> when I got someone else a cameo before you. I should. <laughs> you have to bring that energy. You're like a little, you know, consider yourself a little mischief maker. And that, let me tell you, that that's makes great idea. TV. That's a good idea. A mischief maker. You're like, because that's true. You can be like, I'm not afraid to call people out on their bullshit. And you know what that means? You will, if you make it, if you make it past all those stages and you actually make it onto the show, you will be the second person voted out for sure. And I could be back on this show. (laughs) But what a wild ride you will have had. That's my, my hope if I make it on Big Brother is either voted out pre-jury or like winning. Like I don't, don't get me fifth place. Don't get me fifth place. I think you are a strong pre-jury boot. Too weird, <laughs> but like so fun. No, no I, I think it'll be. Well, here's the thing: is I actually, I think I would make. I think everyone says like I definitely would make it to jury because the thing is, I would play it relatively cool for the first few weeks. You'd play solo. Yeah, I'd play. I'd play under the radar. I would also, I would also befriend. I I'd recognize what's going on in the house. Yeah, like yes. I've watched enough Big Brother. There's a Hot People Alliance. The first yeah. <laughs> five, six weeks of the game. Just get in with them. I can bro down with hot guys. Don't yeah. take that out of context. I can, can like be cool with hot dudes, but then I fucking stab them in the back. Yeah, but what if like you think you're being cool with them and then when they close the door when you leave, they're like, Brett thinks he's cool with us, but he's not. He's not. Just We're like voting him out. What he is. A not. <laughs> I mean, just something to think about. You, you know, you've given me more to think. You've given me a lot to think about. You've given me the Much most to think about. positive framing for the BB open calls that I've had because Halep- I've just kind of had it in my head. And I'm like, nothing positive Halep- going on there. You got to go to Jalapeno Pete's. So are we, yeah, are we going to I know. We tried people? to talk about Survivor and then we had, we ended up talking about Big Brother. That's fine. So we will continue to talk about Survivor uh, as the season goes along. Listen, we're not, we are certainly not Survivor experts. We're people who no. like, what's going on? <laughs> so if you find that enjoyable, great. 
And if you don't, well, just tune back in for Big Brother. It starts in a couple months. Maybe yeah, yeah. Will be on. I mean, I think this should probably take us to Big Brother. I would imagine that they would even probably so. have like the finale for this, like before the BB premiere or whatever. Two pods really in one so. day. OMG. Hey, hey, hey. Um, and we have a very exciting announcement, which is that I, Danielle, will be going to LA. Oh, towards yes. the end of the month so hopefully brett and i can do maybe we can do an la episode and if not an la episode we will at least be able to do an la recap afterwards no we'll do something no we'll do something while okay. you're here we'll figure it okay. out i won't be in i won't be in lockdown yet and you know okay perfect yes i mean hopefully we can talk about your audition brett you know time will tell on that one okay well, <clears throat> the only other pop culture thing I need to bring up is that I saw Invisible Man. Oh, yes. How was it? Absolutely fabulous. I heard it was very good. Too scary for me, I will say. It's so fun. And if you have, because, you know, they made it very 2020. They were like, it's the age of Me Too. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's saying that she's being gaslighted. Like, oh, you're, 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 Husband who is dead couldn't possibly be the invisible man. You're making it up in your head. It's a really good interpretation of the like <laughs> yes. update of the text. It's so good. It's so good. But it's also like, obviously that could so easily lend itself to being torture porn in a way. Mm -hmm. And they do such a good job of being totally restrained. Like it's still very scary and thrilling, but like, and yeah, like Elizabeth Moss gets emotionally tortured, but like, you don't have to see her getting beat up a lot. Like it's it's very well done in that way. How's my guy Oliver Jackson Cohen? It's your friend, right? Yeah, fr friend of a friend. I've had I've had I've had some meals with him. I've hung out with him a few times. He's a what nice a great role. Um, he's in it for two scenes, mm -hmm. but his presence looms large, and he very. I'm sorry, but he's very clearly not American. Definitely not. <laughs> has to try to cover it up but the whole cast other than lizzie moss are obviously not american and trying to do like their best american accent it's very kate winslet and titanic mm. and i give them i you know they tried they really tried they're all fucking australian or new zealand or something i mean the best actors really are from the uk yes, they are. <laughs> but he your friend does a great job i'm sure he's a, he's a good guy okay good good cool um so anything well, else we Love. Yes, we can I say just love is blind for like another episode. I watched one and oh a half episodes God. of that. You guys, we watched Love is Blind. We both did. I also only watched one and a half episodes because like, I just don't, I, it, I love trash and yet it does not appeal to me at all. But sometimes you go, sometimes you're like, oh, you know what? It's the weekend coming up. I'm going to go out. I'm going to, I'm going to go out and order some nachos and mozzarella sticks because I just need it. And then you have one bite and you're like, no, I've made a huge mistake. Yeah, I don't actually want to feel this bad. That's how I felt and, with love, love is Blind. And, you know, there's always think pieces like Netflix has finally found a way no. to do reality. I disagree. If they really wanted to do reality, they should do a version of Big Brother. That's a not. Aw. Aw. What? Biggie. Oh, that's actually, no, that's my neighbor's dog. I apologize oh, okay. <laughs> in my apartment where the walls are super thin. So I would like to say hello to all of our new, our new followers, including my new neighbor who moved in. He's been hearing <laughs> one side of this podcast only. I just want to say, finally, 
Um, we, all I did was tweet emergency pod right now. Yep. And we did get a question, which is from Sean oh, W. Yeah. Snyder. Will Big Brother Canada 8 be up for discussion? Have you seen all the cast? And how do we feel about it being a season with older people? Oh. Well, first of all, I had no idea. So thank you, Sean, for like bringing that to our attention. I don't know how you say this best in French, but no. <laughs> no. Well, don't you think it's interesting that it's all older people? Maybe when I go live in Canada after the Super Tuesday pans out, I can audition to be on Big Brother Canada. I was going to say maybe decrepit old woman. Yeah, I was going to say maybe you have a better shot to be on a BB as you are a Canadian citizen. You can be on BB Canada and they're going after interesting olds. Advanced age. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and BB uh, US is, you know, is basically just going to be like barely children. legal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so well, I, I don't really have a shot. I I blew my shot. I should have auditioned ten years ago. No, you should. You're going this weekend. We've decided. Jalapeno um, so pizza. Sean, thank you so much. I haven't seen it, but I'm going to look. And so maybe next time we record, we can like just touch base a little bit on Big Brother Canada. Just because I feel I owe it to my Are you going to watch brethren. it? No, I don't know how. <laughs> don't tell me to get a VPN. Just oh, don't. I'm, I don't no, want to hear I'm not it. even going to tell you. I mean, I know you can, okay. but I, I, I don't care. To. I'm, not do, I'm not doing that stuff. But maybe there's some sort of like so, democratic socialist service that delivers... Um, that delivers episodes of shows to Canadian citizens like we'll Perhaps. never have here in these states. Yeah. Looking at you, American Samoa. <laughs> um, I just want to also give a shout out. We've tweeted and at Mini Cthulhu, aka blah, 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 responded, what happened? Because they're dying to know what why we're emergency podcasting. I well, just want to give a big know. shout out. Big shout out to Mini Cthulhu because they are a super fan. They're absolutely fabulous. They're always there for us. And I just wanted to give them that shout out. They saw that they saw that tweet go out and they wanted to know what happened. Well, Mini Cthulhu, this is what happened. I ran into Tommy in my that office. Was it. That was it. <laughs> but thank you for your support. Um, and that's it. That's all. I didn't really give a call out for questions, but maybe next time I'll think to do that. But how about this? We're probably going to tape again on Friday. So if you, after you watch, and now you know we're watching Survivor, if you're watching Survivor, ask us questions about it. We'll answer them on Friday. You'll probably send out a tweet on Friday as well. So I think, I think, we, I think it's a good, good-ish plan. Yes. And I will do a call out just to remind people. But thank you all for listening and for joining us on this journey. If you all see me at Jalapeno Pete's this weekend... Give him a little support. Don't look me in the eyes. <laughs> Give him the support. He needs it. Yeah. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sending us in tweets and questions and comments throughout the week. We see them even though we're not as diligent about checking it as we would be during Big Brother season. And we will be recording again soon. Yeah. Bye, Julie's. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie's. Hello, Jeffs. Hello, Jeffs out there. <laughs> 